watch a movie based on video games. Think to yourself, this is kind of strange. Mario is British, Luigi's Latino, and Cuba's played by a goddamn weirdo. Well, that's video games and movie. Video games and movie. Video games and movie. All right, I started recording, but yeah, I've just been really busy with various things, you know. Uh, this time of year is, like I've said before in the past, it's like our Christmas, you know, for the bread game. Um, oh yeah, 4th of July is coming up, yeah. 4th of July is ridiculous, so I've been like stupid busy for the last month or so, a couple months because of that, and that's starting to come to an end soon because, you know, 4th of July will hit, and we don't do like a lot of sales day of, but... Um, leading up to it was crazy and then just a lot of random things man just life in general you know like i had some bad uh tooth problems ended up having to get a damn root canal i had uh my wife is working like double shifts because she took over uh, another store in town their manager just literally walked out so she's having to like handle both of them now so she's working uh, infinite hours, and so am I, so I, I just hadn't had time to do anything, so I'm just, you know, been like that. But how are you, man? <laughs> uh, uh, pretty good. I finally moved in with uh, Amy and everything and got all that set up, so I was also kind of, hadn't recorded in a while. Busy, busy. Yeah, I've been busy, and then summertime, so we've been going to the lake, so I've been playing as many games, so we just finally recorded Lost Odyssey last week yeah yeah I, I listened to it already and uh i had some comments for it and i wrote them on my hand because i was at work at the time and then i forgot what my abbreviations meant except for gp i remember that was guitar pick and i think i already texted you in discord about that but that sound at the beginning is emulating um taking a guitar pick and running it down the uh fretboard sideways against the uh uh, strings that are like corrugated they're like copper wound so they have ridges on them and it makes that kind of shrill sound that you hear yeah yeah it was yeah. a um interesting game like a like a saying but i don't know i just felt like not all the f pieces fit together yeah i don't know i've never played it like it's one of those that like everyone says is ridiculously good and like one of the only reasons to have a 360 you know yeah and so i bought it like day of like years and years ago and it's just been sitting there and i've i've never played it but a lot of my friends I'm, say it's great i'm sure it was good when it first came out but i think there's been so many better things that come along i think it's more average mm -hmm. at this point um, yeah a lot of the hype was due to like graphical things of the era and stuff like that right yeah like like we were saying the story is really good well there's like these dreams where they're re where he's like remembering his past, you know, a thousand years. Yeah. And those are like so much better than the actual game story. I think it takes away from the game. Gotcha. So yeah, well, it's one of those that you know, one of these days when I, you know, hopefully like lose a leg or something <laughs> and I have actual time that uh, I'll be able to play, but. You know, I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah. It's, finding time to play anything. And I, I kind of fell down a hole. Like, I've, I've been playing Days Gone a lot lately. Um, and it's random. I don't know who downloaded it on my PlayStation 4. I want to say probably my daughter. It was like a free game, I think, months back, you know? Yeah. For PSN. Yeah. And I, I came home one day and it was like on, you know, like fully downloaded on my PS4, and I was like, well, what's this? And I just hit it to try it out for a minute, and I've been playing it ever since, so I don't know if you played it, but it's pretty good. It's uh, kind of like The Last of Us, but with, like, much, much worse story. <laughs> I don't know. That's it's, it's like The Last of Us meets Witcher, because it's, like, open world, you know, where you go to different areas of the map and stuff, but I've got a lot of complaints, too, like, the, the whole, like, having to fill up your motorcycle to get, like, gas to get anywhere and stuff, and it leaving you stranded, like, I guess their idea on that was, you know, it's kind of like running out of bullets in a survival horror, except it's just more annoying than anything, because gas is pretty plentiful, like, you can always go and find it somewhere, but it, uh, it just takes time, you know, and it's just annoying. So it ends up just being like this tax that slows the game down and ends up like really pissing you off. So 
that that's my main thing with it and then just like i said the story like i could give like a shit about it's it's not well written um some people might argue that it is or whatever but i'm i'm not really enjoying that it's more the gameplay it plays kind of like a uh, Far Cry, like Far Cry 3, it reminds me a lot of that, where you're just, like, doing the same things over and over, you know, um, unlocking bases and stuff, you know, basically, and, you know, clearing areas of enemies so that they be- become a fast travel destination and so on and so forth, but it, it's it's kind of tedious, but it's something to do when I get off work and I've got, like, an hour or two or three or whatever to kill, so I've been playing a lot of that and I'm playing for the show, um, that is, is it worth it? I'm playing, uh, Final Fantasy for the remake for the DS. Okay. So that's, that's going to be our next show. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, other than that, but this is a completely different show. This is, uh, video games, the movie. <laughs> been a while since we've done one of these, Kujo. Yeah. Like you said, been a couple months and I think I watched this movie over a month ago at this point. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. Like I'm, I'm having like a hard time kind of remembering uh, any key points of the movie because it's like really generic. You know, I don't want to say it was a bad film because it wasn't. It just wasn't good. You know, it's like one of those kung fu movies from the '90s. It feels like, even though I think this is more like early 2000s. Um, 2009. Where like the, yeah, the plot is just like, eh. You know, it was like, there's a guy, and he's got to fight some other guys for reasons, and there'll be some hot chicks, it's, and that's it's the like movie, your, uh, right? It's like the end of the world type, uh, they have these tournaments for the, like, oh, did I lose you? Yeah. Did I lose you? And it's, yeah, the premise is really dumb, and, and you know, it, oh, Nick, that's, that's saying a lot. Nick just lost What's in. that? Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what, what in the hell was that? I was like, what? I heard someone jump in. Was that Nick? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Did you watch Tekken? <laughs> I, guess, I guess not. I'm guessing you hadn't seen Tekken. Don't. It's a... Uh... I don't want to say it's bad. I don't know. Like, I think it's better than I can't, you, like I thought. Like I thought it was gonna be crap, but it's actually. If you, I mean, I used to watch these kind of like movies as a kid, like you know your Bruce Lee movies or your uh, Walker. Uh, what's his name? Um, Chuck Norris Chuck movies. Norris movies. I used to watch these all the time as a kid, where it's just like a fighting movie or like Bloodsport or something like that, where it's like. Hey, Bloodsport is legitimately good, though. I, I I love that movie unapologetically. Well, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's like it's in the same vein where it's like a tournament and there's like. You know your your main character is you know the underdog or not the the favorite to win and you know if he wins he gets I, what does he get if he wins? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> what the hell is that? I don't know. It's not me. It's got to be Nick. Nick. Hello. Kujo, are you still there? What did he say? I, I dropped out. He said, uh, I'm ruining everything, my bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he like, ducked out. He was making all this noise. Thanks, Nick. Uh, like... We needed the extra content for this one because I don't have a whole lot to say about Tekken. So well, I think that's exciting. Or something like that. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it's your standard. We were just saying it's your standard fighting movie where there's a tournament, there's an underdog. He's uh, ends up being like the chosen one and kicking everyone's ass. What I didn't like though is that it didn't really follow the story of Tekken. Like, I, I played a lot of Tekken when I was a kid. Uh, I don't know what your experience is with Tekken, but um, I think I played it I was like Tekken early... three or four or something like that back on PS2. I think it's the last time I played it. Right on. Yeah, 3 was the last one for PlayStation 1, I want to say, or maybe there was a Tekken 4 on PlayStation 1. It's hard to remember, but I, I got really big into the original Tekken, which was like uh, one one of those long box games, if I remember right. 
uh, it was really early on the PlayStation, and we used to play it all the time. You know, we would get uh, very, very high, and <laughs> it was such a ridiculous game. Like, one of the hardest times I've ever laughed in my life was fighting as, like, that polar bear versus one of my friends, and we were just, like... M- cutting jokes and stuff and I, I couldn't tell you exactly what was going on I remember the word dingle kept getting said because uh, it looked like because of the pixels that were you know happening it looked like uh, the polar bear had something hanging off his ass but uh, that's the ridiculous of tech the ridiculousness of Tekken uh, the games is that there's these characters that are like wildly over the top you know you've got like boxing kangaroos and polar bears and robots uh, a guy made out of wood um who's like a test dummy you know you got the robot jack and then armor jack and king and and uh, you know all these like over the top type characters there's a literal lizard man you know and in the movie it's like they just forgot all that you know uh, it's more like which budget, was really disappointing their, their budget didn't allow it type thing I suppose, but the other thing they did that pissed me off is the few characters that they did mention in the movie. You know, you had like Eddie and uh, Martial Law. I believe Martial Law was the first guy in the tournament. Even um, they just the said his name. To, Martial Law is the one he had to beat to get into the tournament. Right, right, and they just they're like, hey, this is Martial Law. You got to beat him or whatever to get into the main tournament. And they didn't give him any backstory or mention that he, if I remember right, in Tekken, he, like, the game, he's a cop. He's, like, an undercover cop. And that could have been, like, part of a storyline or something. Like, it would have been something, you know. Instead, they follow, I want to say, Jun, um, who is one of the main characters, I think, in Tekken. Uh, Or he may be made up. I can't remember. But he's, like, just so lackluster and just everyday guy, you know. And, uh, I don't know. I just, it, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. And, uh, the fight scenes were work well choreographed. I know that. Um, but then like some of the costumes that we discussed briefly on, uh, discord, this, like the one chick is just like turbo slut, but you know, the world needs sluts. I'm not, I'm not shaming, you know, I, I love sluts. Uh, believe me. Um, they do the world a lot of good, but she actually has like a V cut ass crack pants, which I'd never seen before. And I couldn't stop laughing when I saw that because it was like a low cut, you know, like in a V like you would see on a woman's front or like some male tees or whatever, but it was the back of her pants. And I, I'd never, I'd never seen that before. So it's it pretty funny. It and like also it was bad though. It was nice. Well, yeah, it's it's nice to see, but do those actually exist? Have you actually ever seen, like, someone that had a, not just low cut, because I've seen girls walking around with their ass crack hanging out because their pants were so low cut. I mean, that's a thing, but these actually had a V. They actually, you know, like, uh, I don't think that's a thing, or may- maybe it is, but it was still very, like, okay. And, and like, I think you brought up the point, too, that uh, he ends up sleeping with that chick, like, 24 hours after... Uh, his like leaving his girlfriend to go fight in the tournament or whatever. Yeah, if I remember right, which is just like oh, oh okay, because he's got like this girl back home and he lives in the slums and stuff and he's uh, you know trying to fight his way out and isn't his mom like if I remember right, his mom and dad used to be like badass fighters or something, right? Yeah, his dad's like the the son of Hichachi or Hichachi. Who's like the like the head of all Hayachi? Hayachi, who's had like the he's like the head of the whole tournament, and then um, his dad, I guess, I think they like made it seem like he raped the mom or something, but I can't. Right. They don't really say specifically what happened, but made it seem like they that she was basically raped. Yeah, which, but then they also try and like put Hayachi in a like good light, like he's not the bad guy, even though he, I don't know, it's. Was was he the dad, or it was the other guy that was the? It was like the son of Hayachi that raped his mom, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like the grandson of Hayachi, yeah. and and Hayachi is like portrayed in this like good light, which is kind of weird because if, if I remember right, at least in the first couple of Tekken's, Hayachi is the bad guy. Yeah, he's like um, the last guy in like and, the first game, right? 
Right, right. And then, like, later he becomes a playable character and more of, like, a good guy, kind of. I don't think he's ever like been a good, good guy. guy with weird motivation. But anyway, go ahead. I think they're all just shades of different bad. Like, in the game, like, yeah. he's never been good. And then, like, J- Jin in the game is, like, kind of, like, in between because his mom, like, his mom has, like, the light powers and then his dad has, like, dark powers. So he has, like, both or something. Right. He's, like, the little Nicky of the Tekken universe. <laughs> I guess. But, yeah, so then the, the woman he ends up being is, like, Christy, who's, like, has the same fighting style as Eddie in the game, but they don't, like, I don't think they ever, like, bring that up in the movie. No. It was just a reuse of assets for the game. They did it with a lot of characters, like, uh, Yoshimitsu had two or three different characters, Jack had two or three different characters, you know, like, it was way back then, and still to this day, really, where they would give you a way to unlock different characters, quotations, that were really the... Yeah, like Armor Jack or, or instead of Normal Jack. Even the bear Jack. had the same moves as Jack, I think. The bear, polar yep. bear. It was like Kuma and then, and then like a polar bear. Or the polar bear may have been Kuma, but they were one was a brown bear, one was a white bear, you know, and like one might be wearing like some kind of karate gi or something. You know, they would do little things. It was basically a different skin for the same character, you know. Yeah. Which is classic fighting game moves i mean they do it on everything even street fighter had ken ryu you know um where you're just basically saving room using the same assets and you know i get it but uh they did it to the extreme in tekken where like they would advertise that the game had 30 characters but in reality you know you only had 15 or whatever Um, right yeah but yeah they don't really address that in the movie in fact like they barely address um fighting styles at all like and the old like the weirdest character in the film as far as the tournament goes is yoshimitsu you know who is just like a a samurai but does he even i don't remember if he even uses a sword while he's in the uh arena i can't remember but he's one of the characters that actually has a weapon in tekken he's he's got a sword although he very rarely actually uses it it's kind of you know weird but uh other than that, they cut out all the weird stuff. They just left in, like, normal-looking characters, Eddie, etc., etc., and Jin fights his way through them. And, like, they show Eddie doing his, like, capoeira, but they don't, you know, really go into that. And he kind of goes out like a bitch, too, if I remember right. So, like, I think I Eddie know. Like, I, something, right? Like, when they're, they, they all get, like, locked up in the cage, and then I think he gets shot when they try to break out. <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah, it's just a black guy. Movie. It's just a weird movie where the plot kind of, it's like just a, a reason to have a fighting movie, but it's like a fighting movie. They just put Tekken over, over it. <laughs> oh, it, almost, really yeah, it, it really does feel like maybe they had a script laying around and then they just plugged in Tekken names, you know, and, uh, Hayachi is played by the same actor that plays, um, Shang Tsung in the first two Mortal Kombat movies. And I, that's all I could see him as, um, except they gave him that, those ridiculous, like prodigy hair wings on either side of his bald head. And it just looks fake as hell. Um, yeah, overall, man, I don't know. (laughs) I know like it's an okay movie. Like if all you're wanting is like mindless fighting on the screen, it's fine. But as far as like a video game adaptation, I, I was, I was not overly impressed, but any other thoughts on it? Because I got nothing. Um, no, I mean, the fighting part is, like, the fights are pretty good. I feel like they're at least entertaining. I wasn't bored, and they weren't, like, overly yeah. long. Um, you know, the plot's dumb, but... Uh, I would have gotta... liked to have seen more representation of, like, special moves of um, yeah certain characters. You know, like martial law in-game has that backwards flip kick that's, like, stupid annoying that everybody that plays that character just spams over and over. Yep, Um, that was me. And it's not represented. You know, uh, Hayachi has, like, that power punch, and he's able to turn into, like, ogre and devil or whatever, and that's not mentioned or represented. Like, And, yeah, that stuff would be cheesy from anyone that's not a, like, a Tekken 
fan watching the film. Like, if you were to watch Mortal Kombat and you never played Mortal Kombat or had any idea about Mortal Kombat, like, Goro would just seem stupid as hell, right? And all that kind of stuff. But it fits the theme of the movie when, you know, the people are going to see it are fans of the game. And I feel like Tekken fans of the game would go and see it and not see a whole lot representing the game itself. But... On the flip side, people that saw the movie that knew nothing about the game would be able to follow it and not think it, those type of things were cheesy. Because if Hachi, you know, transformed into the devil or whatever and started shooting lasers out his eyes, uh, people would be like, what the hell's even going on? Or maybe if there was a kangaroo with boxing gloves, you know, um, that would be strange. Or a giant, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger-sized robot with glowing red eyes you know uh, all these things would be strange and have to be explained somehow in the film for those that were trying to watch it outside of the you know gaming community or whatever so i get it but at the same time that's the stuff i'm watching the film for you know i could watch any number of generic ass fighting movies that are probably better you know any Jet Li movie is going to be better. Any Tony Jaa movie, for the most part. Like, I'm going to enjoy those action sequences a lot better because the uh, choreography and whatnot is just going to be infinitely better. Um, but again, it's not a bad movie. It's just not very good. Yeah, and so basically, I think uh, his dad tries to, like, put the... Jin's dad tries to, like, make it so he... Has to fight like it has to go through like a gauntlet and then fight him like weekend and stuff and I think Jin still ends up winning and then right his dad then still tries to kill him right towards the end yeah and then he ends up winning and presumably like he's the new king of Tekken or whatever and like Tekken's the name of the corporation that puts on the tournament or something yeah. it's like. And then again, it feels real like shoehorned. People hope because it's like a dystopian future where, you know, the rich people, right. you know, own everything and everything good's on one side of the fence, and then there's just a bunch of poor and uh, wasteland basically right. where everyone else lives. And this, this is your way out, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it, it's a it's an old story told a thousand times. And, you know, they don't do the the greatest job, but you, you could do worse, listener. If you're still around listening after the Nick fiasco <laughs> and after the lackluster review, uh, you, you, you could do worse than Tekken. You know, we've reviewed a lot worse films on, uh, it, not is it worth it, on a video games and movie here. I you know, Mario's so. worse than this. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, but Mario is, is one of those things that's so bad you almost have to see it to right. believe that it even exists, you know? Like so, like, there's an entertainment yeah, value inherent in something like that, whereas this is, like, it doesn't excel at anything. It's not, like, super bad. Like, I, I can't really bang on it too much because it's just, like, generic, and it's it's definitely not super good, you know? Like, even the fight scenes, which are the best portion of the film and, and the reason you'd come to a film like this they're they're fine you know they're like they're equivalent to like a pretty good um like daytime or whatever i guess like netflix show about fighting you know or something they're not like top caliber like you were saying earlier blood sport or you know like an actual bruce lee film or something where like the the choreography is just like top notch you know and the, and the people involved are all like high level martial artists it's like blatantly evident especially when the females are fighting in any capacity that they're not um very good martial artists like that one chick is obviously a martial artist but everyone else is just kind of blase um yeah they're so bad it's like yeah we'll get the hottest yeah. girls to play them but then they can't fight <laughs> well they can't do anything it's like in Mortal Kombat, where they picked, uh, what, what was her name, to play uh, Bridget Wilson, to play, uh, you know, the chick from uh, Billy Madison. She was the teacher in Billy Madison. And they somehow got her to play uh, Sonya Blade. Um, you know, and I even as a kid, I was like, but why? You know, they modeled Sonya Blade in the game, Mortal Kombat, after Cynthia Rothrock, who is... 
still hot as hell. She's in her 60s. I follow her on YouTube. <laughs> and if you're not following her, you should. Because if you want to see a hot 60-year-old woman that can still, like, do the splits and shit, it, it's unreal. The, the, the woman doesn't age. In fact, she looks hotter now than she did 20 years ago. It's weird. I'm sure she's had work done. But, yeah, but she's in, like, tremendous shape. <laughs> She won all kinds of tournaments. Like, she was a seven-time Olympic champion or something, you know. And they modeled Sonya Blade after this chick. And why don't you just get her? I mean, she has she was in, what, like 30 movies in the 80s. So, <laughs> she has acting chops. And they, they didn't bring her in. They just brought in, like, this waif of a girl, you know. Like, these fighting movies, that's the, that's the one place where they always seem to go wrong. Especially on the ones that are, like based off of the video game franchise, you know, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, this is the majority of the people they end up hiring don't know how to throw a real punch. And if you have any idea what, you know, a real punch or kick or whatever looks like, it looks overly fake, you know, and it kind of takes you out of it. And this is no exception. Although, like, I will say that the guy they got to play Eddie and then, uh, you know, uh, several others, the guy that got to play Law, and most of the men in this film uh, definitely had some form of martial arts training, but a lot of the women certainly did not. Yeah. So, you know, but that's par for course. I'm, I'm not going to get too mad about that, but, I mean, come on, guys. Cynthia Rothrock, <laughs> she hasn't done a film in, in a minute, and uh, she could use the work, I'm sure. I even thought about, like... Um, trying to get her uh you know because she's at that fame level where i think like she would be down for doing a podcast you know what i mean like get her and interview her because she's just fascinating to me like her life and stuff yeah like it would be neat to have her on but she unfortunately she's never really been in any video game stuff other than you know her likeness was effectively stolen for sony blade the same way that they uh, based uh, Johnny Cage off of Jean-Claude Van Damme, and at one point we're going to have him in the game, but then uh, some things fell through, and he ended up not being in the game itself, and they just kind of used a placeholder, you know. So, is what it is, but uh, yeah, she's great. Look her up. Look her up. You'll, you'll love her stuff. Yeah. Do you even know who I'm talking about at all? or? I mean, I know what the video game character looks like, but I have no idea that was like a real person, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, she... Do you remember Don the Dragon Wilson? You know who he is? No. Oh, man. Uh, well, there was all these, like... There was this uh, big martial arts resurgence in the um, 80s. Like, you know, it got big with Bruce Lee in the, in the 70s and stuff. And then in the 80s, they were, like, trying to find the new Bruce Lee. You know, and there was all those Bruce exploitation films where they would, like, literally get people... Um, in China to like they would rename themselves like Don Lee or Joe Lee or you know whatever or Bruce Lai and they would make all these films and when those kind of sputtered out they were trying to find the next big thing and you started getting all these like people like Jackie Chan etc overseas but then over here we got um, Don the Dragon Wilson who was like a uh, legit kickboxing legend you know won all this stuff and he would do all these really bad movies, you know. Uh, he was in all the Blood Fists and stuff like that. You're talking about the guy and then from Cynthia, Step by Step? Uh, no, no, that that's uh, Sasha Baron. Sasha, God, what is his last name? Not Sasha Baron. Not Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, Sasha something. I can't remember his last name. That dude is fucking jacked now. He's like in his 50s. Looks nothing like he used to look like. I follow him too. Um, really? Like, yeah, dude, he should be in a movie now. Like, he looks nothing like he used to look. But didn't he get in trouble like, for doing some shady shit or something? That's why I stopped being on the show. He, he got bad into drugs and fucked up his life. Like, he would do public appearances and make a big scene and so on and so forth. Oh, okay. He's, he kind of, like, he still does the circuit. Like, they do these things where all these old, you know, legends, quote-unquote, quote will go around and uh, do these martial arts circuits, and you'll have your Don the Dragon Wilsons and your Cynthia Rothrocks, and he, he's in all those, too, you know, and you can get your picture taken with him, and, you know, he'll pretend like he's punching or kicking you or whatever. And, gotcha. You know, the, that, that kind of stuff. But, yeah, that dude is 
ripped, man. Like, he is very obviously, he got on roids at some point because he gained 100 pounds in muscle. And like I said, he's in his 50s now and just jacked. Uh, like, like I said, I follow him too, but... Yeah, he was uh, he was legit too. He was like a high level black belt. I don't know. I think he was a kickboxer too at some point. Yeah, he was in the kickboxing movies. Duh. Yeah. Yeah, he was in like kickboxer two, three, four. I think <laughs> he replaced Van Damme, and then he he did a couple other movies was he, like, too. Like Van Damme's like in, cousin uh, or brother or something in the movie. Or something. Yeah. In, in yeah. <laughs> in, in the film narration and then they brought Van Damme back in the most recent kickboxer but he plays the role of like the old guy in the original kickboxer where he's teaching the young guy how to fight or whatever right which you know eh, fine but that movie was pretty poor I, I watch a lot of martial arts movies and not many of them end up being good but yeah um I love Cynthia she was in like I said 20-30 movies a lot of them were with Don the Dragon um she's worked with basically everyone you can think of as far as um like martial artists and stuff in film and she was on uh, like xena warrior princess for a while as a villain and so on and so forth I, she's not like classically pretty i guess is the only thing that kept her away from like main mainstream like she's always been a pretty woman but like pretty in that like if you knew her in real life she would be pretty but for hollywood she is not you know what i mean yeah and yeah but she looks better now than she did back then so you know whatever but yeah she is kick-ass like to this day she can do like a standing splits where she can you know kick her foot like straight up in the air you know and hold it and stuff and she's in her 60s that's so just an amazing woman um yeah check her out if if you haven't she's got a youtube channel and could use the views she only gets like two or three thousand views per video you know i I catch like one out of ten maybe or whatever but yeah she's a really cool chick and uh like i said i i'd like to see more people like that because there's always people um whether or not they they have acting chops doesn't matter to me i'd rather they were able to do the action sequences because that's what we're in for to begin with you know uh the acting isn't really why we're there. I just want to see the fight scenes and why not get people that actually know what they're doing. Right. And uh, if Hollywood could figure that out, you know, and every now and then they get somebody that can kind of do both like Van Damme or Jackie Chan. You know, I wouldn't say either one of those guys is going to win an Oscar anytime soon, but you know, they're fine and they know what they're doing as far as choreography and stuff. So that's why they became superstars in their genre. Anyway, that end rant i guess uh have you given any thought as to what you might want to do next because i i picked this gym uh yeah i I have a thought but uh, i want to give a little couple numbers before we go move on um okay the budget on this movie was 30 million and the box office was 1.7 so they definitely failed um yeah that's and then the only other thing I want to mention is the running time is only 87 minutes, so it is short, so you won't really, like, you know, you could do a workout and watch it or something, or a couple workouts and knock it out in case, yeah. in case you're interested. And if you do like fighting movies, and it's not bad as a fighting movie, so at least keep your interest in that part, but the story sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a middling fight. Like, I could name... 10 dozen movies that I would rather watch than this. And I, I do watch a lot of like Tubi and stuff because Tubi's just got all the old eighties fighting movies on there. Like if you type in Don, the dragon, like 10 movies, 20 movies will come up. If you type in, you know, Cynthia Rothrock, 10, 20 movies come up. So sometimes when I'm working on other projects, I'll uh, put one of those on and only like look up to see, you know the fight scenes and stuff and it's kind of nice um but yeah like i said you could do a lot worse but you could do a lot better so 30 million dollars i mean what they it makes you wonder where that money went to you know because like they had some at least some they had some stuff blowing up and some special effects like that you know it wasn't i guess they had a lot of different sets too there wasn't just one area they're in I did that uh, Double Dragon video years and years ago, and I hired a guy to do special effects like uh, 
the gun when it gets fired, uh, you know, and like blood and all that kind of stuff. And it cost me 300 bucks. <laughs> and I want to say the production was on par. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, so um, that's that. I, I wish I had more to say about it, man. Like V-neck, butt pants, and the, the women, mediocre fighting. The women are good looking, uh, if you're into that. The guys, get, I guess. Yeah, but there's really, there's no nudity or anything, right? So, no. Or is there? I don't remember. It's like, PG-13. this isn't like one of those films when you were uh, a kid where you would be watching it for the dual role of, hey, this might be something I can jerk it to. Uh, although some kids Maybe. might be able to. These days... Maybe if this came out in 1999, but this came out in 2009, where the internet was already like well established. Yeah. That, so, even it's like kids these days. This this movie should have came so out. Good. This movie came out like 10 years before it came out. It might have been better uh, received, but it just probably got lost yeah. in like the internet. There's just so many more things that are better to watch. Right. Right. So. Like I said, kids got it good these days. They like your average kid won't know what you know. Uh, found woods porn is and maybe you don't either but it's like a common phenomenon with people my my age where like we all at some point found some random porn in the woods and you would like hide that shit <laughs> yes, in your room or I whatever did find some yeah, good I, porn. <laughs> yes i did like i i don't know what it was but like i guess like kids would buy it or steal it or whatever and they would like try and hide it in, somewhere in the woods and then other kids would find it and <laughs> You know, you'd be like, oh, this is like your most coveted possession like because we didn't have treasure, the, yeah. you know, internet. It was like the best day ever when you found woods porn. Yeah, woods porn or like you found it in the sewer or something. I remember one time I went in a house that had burned down, but like the kitchen area was still relatively okay. And under the sink was like a stack of porn. And I was like, oh, man, it was like tr- finding fucking treasure, you know. <laughs> it's just like, what, what am I going to do with this? Where am I going to hide this, you know? Yeah, those, you know, being nostalgic for something so stupid, but, you know, it's just like, (laughs) like nowadays, like kids, they can look up whatever they want if they're into, you know, like five guys shitting on a chick and they can find that within seconds on their smartphone. So they'll never know the struggle, man. Nope. And then, you know, my dad was probably jerking it to like a stick figure drawing he made on a piece of bark or something. Well, you remember like the Spice Channel, right? Where you're like, if you turned it to it, oh, yeah. it was like, <laughs> you knew the channel and you could hear everything just fine, but you couldn't see it. So you could like, yeah, it was like, all scrambled. I think that's a boob. I think that's a boob. Like you and your friends yeah, are good. watching the Spice Channel, like all blurry. <laughs> Could be a boob, could be just like a random shape, or yeah, you don't you don't know, yeah. Like I think I'm listening to a threesome, but I can't tell. Right, and some there was something I could do. I, I had like a dial TV at one point where I could, uh, and th- that's a thing like no one knows. Like even you might not have ever seen one, but I had a TV that actually had a dial that would click. You know, like uh, on your oven. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how you went to the different channels. My dad had like an old and black you, and white one like that in the in the garage. Right. This was a black and white one. And um, if I put it on the Spice channel and kind of half put it on the channel that was next to it, like somewhere in the in-between, like it would give me this shaky, like I could see it, but it would like be shaking and like... Uh, uh, scrolling upward you know like real fast but you could still like see imagery and stuff yeah. and as long as you kind of like held it right there you could see stuff and it was like oh yeah you know <laughs> well yeah that's in- or like if you like change the channel back and forth a couple, like real quick you'll see like a, an image for a second so you could see like a oh yeah yeah i remember that too yeah you'd see like the first second that it flipped that channel it would be like perfect yeah but then it would immediately scramble yeah Oh, good times. Struggles as a yeah. kid. <laughs> yeah, get, get adolescence in those days, you know. Yeah, but, you know, like I said, kids got it easy now, so whatever. You'll never know the struggle, so, yeah. Junior. Um, back to what I was going to pick next. Um, sure. I kind of want to do a Final Fantasy. Well, I'm looking at Advent Children right here. I've got a DVD copy of that, so. You want to just do that? We could. Yeah, we we can do that. That's no problem. I haven't yeah. watched that in in about a decade or so. So, yeah, me either. Like, uh, I sold all my DVDs except for maybe 
20 of them recently, and I just used that money to buy my mom a TV because hers went out. Yeah. And one of the 20 I saved were was Abbott Children, and then, like, anything video game related, I saved that. Like, I've still got all my uh, Captain N, the Game Master. I'd like to do a show over that at some point, too. I don't know if you even... You were probably too young to have watched that when it was out, but you're probably aware of it. So. Is that the cartoon one? Yeah, it was the Nintendo cartoon that had, like, Mega Man and Simon Belmont from Castlevania and Kid Icarus and yeah, I remember all that watching stuff. That. Oh, it's terrible, but I love it. I love it. Well, but yeah, yeah, the we, Mario cartoon show. Yeah, yeah, the, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah, me and Caroline used to watch that with Captain Lou Albano. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was watching... I watched, like, something on YouTube, a clip of, like, him and Elvira. It was so cringy. Yeah... He, he had um, just like a little tirade here, but he had uh, guest stars on every week, you know? Yeah. And oftentimes they were uh, other wrestlers because he couldn't get or they couldn't get like uh, real celebrities to be on the show. And But Captain Lou was like a famous wrestler, so he'd have his wrestling buddies on there. So you would have like Sergeant Slaughter or like Hacksaw Jim Duggan or something on one week, you know, but they would be playing... They wouldn't be playing themselves. They'd be playing someone else. I think Cindy Lauper was on there at one point because her and Captain Lou were like really good friends in re- real life. Um, and that's why like he's in a bunch of her videos and uh, she was part of the WWE or whatever back in the day for a little while, which is kind of weird. Um, but then like you had stars like Nicole Edgert, which you might remember her from Charles in Charge. And later on, she was on Baywatch. Mm-hmm. Um that uh, the girl that played uh, Winnie Cooper uh, was on one week. She played an orphan that, um, like, Mario saved somehow. And was like, okay, orphan, let's watch this next cartoon. Just, like, it was always weird, you know. But they would have, like, these guests that would do these little skits with them in between the cartoons. And they were always, like, B-level celebrities. But there's a few that ended up being, like, big later, you know, that, that are on there. It's, it's, it's neat to see. You'd be like, "Holy shit, is that?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, it is." Yeah. So, but yeah, that that's a a, sh- a show for a different time, I guess. Uh, any anything you want to plug? I can't even remember how we end this show. Uh, we always say this. I think we never remember how to end the show. <laughs> but uh, no. Yeah, we just uh, did a. We just dropped a new episode of video or not? Uh, we just dropped a new episode of. The RPG show last week, um, so that's one thing we can plug. Um, yeah, therpgshow.com or on Facebook, just search the RPG show. Um, right, don't right. put just RPG show because that's real pretty girls, which is a wig company, <laughs> which is strange as fuck, but whatever. And then yeah, I'm on. You know, is it worth a podcast? We're still kicking that around. I we've been kind of on a hiatus, and I will say. It's, it's partially due because like I've just been so ridiculously busy. It's also partially because after I spent eight plus hours editing the um, April Fool's episode and then Derek and Don put it up uh, wrong and they ended up erasing like half of James' dialogue in various portions um, because they truncate silence, which is a tool you can use. And I've told them not to do it I don't know how many fucking times, but they always do it anyway. And James is, like, a little more uh, soft-spoken than I am. And uh, I guess whatever algorithm they use sometimes cuts his dialogue entirely. So he'll be talking, and you'll hear every third word. Uh, Makes it unlistenable, and it pissed me off so bad this last time, I actually thought, you know what, I might not be coming back, you know, because I'm just tired of that, you know, like, dealing with... Like, if they just put out what I sent them, that's all, that's all they have to do, you know? Yeah. But they want to fucking mess with something that I've already spent, you know, literally uh, a work shift working on. Well, yeah. And I post- if I hadn't I posted, put so much work into it. I posted it, too, on the Video Games the Movie one, didn't I? Uh, I don't, oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Because, uh, first of all, they I, I gave it to them days early. I wanted it put out on the first so that it would be understood it was an April Fool's episode, and then they just didn't do it. Um, they, so they didn't put it out the right day, which, you know, they ended up putting it on, like, ten days after, and they fucked it up. 
uh, which, you know, I got, I got onto them about it and they re-upped it just the version that I sent them. But at that point it was like toward the end of the month and I was, I was just fed up. Like I couldn't deal with them at that point. So I don't know, but we, we're not, we're just on a hiatus. We're, we're not going anywhere. Me and James love doing the show. Uh, we're just both kind of tired of, uh, D and D at the moment. Although, you know, I'm, I'm still grateful for them for the opportunity and everything, obviously. So, but, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was, a like a kick to the nuts, you know, after putting in all that work. I don't know if you even listened to the, the April Fool's episode, but it, yeah, a lot of work went into that one. Yeah, I listened to it. It was pretty good. It was weird. Yeah, it was an idea James and I came up with just to, like, fuck with the audience. And, you know, we got some good feedback on it, despite it being all messed up, so... But yeah, uh, so check that out. Uh, I do. I recently listened to the very last uh, RPG Roundtable, and my God, that's like one of the best things we've ever done. Like that last episode was so like diverse, a cast from all over the world, and it was so fun to do. And it was like it's one of the best episodes of anything I've ever done. And I love that fucking show. The only problem with that show is it's so hard to get a group of people together. Like if I don't push. You know, it, it, it won't happen. And even if I do push it, you never know who you're going to get. And so that show's hard to do. But I, I don't want it to die. But, like, uh, I don't know when any new episodes are going to come out for that. But in the meantime, though, those are evergreen. And there's, what, six of them, I believe, that are up. Yeah. So you can check that show out, too. And it's a, it's a great show. And that last show, especially, uh, you know, we had people from all over the world. We just got uh, a really um, cool show. Have a good idea so people want to do it. Got, yeah, and I, I had a few, and then, you know, <laughs> sputtered well, out. We do, we I was really it. hoping sorry, more people, um, no, you're fine, we're talking over each other, I'm sorry, but I was really hoping more people would, like, grab the reins and want to run with it, because was, it was really more like a community show that I was wanting to do, where other people could be like, hey, I want to do a show on this, and, like, them and their friends could do a show or maybe they could get people together and I wouldn't necessarily have to be the host every time because you know that's like two hours out of my time each time and yeah it's a big investment so yeah I probably would, but, have, been, uh, would have been more into doing that but since I've started just doing RPG show stuff like you said it's it's hard, it's hard right? doing two <laughs> like this one's not yeah. so bad because all you do is watch a movie and whatever but getting all those people to like just if it like just the RPG show of uh uh, Nick and uh, Travis, like getting all of just us two together, like yeah. or us three together, is like a challenge. Or if it was just me and Nick or me and Travis, it's a lot easier to find a time where that third person's always the hardest part to get in there. Right. Well, you could drop Travis because he sucks anyway. <laughs> and uh, why? Yeah. Why are you always dogging him on? <laughs> he sounds I mean, a lot better. You the, guys on mic and everything. He, he, no, no, Travis is cool, man. Like, I, I genuinely like the guy, but he does have a tendency to, like, try and jump it over people when they're talking, which I guess I do too, but, like, he does it, like, so loud and voracious, and then, like, a lot of times it sounds like he's podcasting out of a fucking wind tunnel. Like, <laughs> his feet will come in, and it's like... <laughs> yeah, that's because the last time... uh before he had like a mic on his like on his ear like his headphones had a mic on it so it was like next to his mouth so now yeah. now he has like a regular like snowball okay well anyway even this last one lost odyssey there was a couple of times where it sounded horrific when he came on and i was like come on man but you know he's getting better and like i, I genuinely do like the guy i ended up uh, buying a bunch of games off of him uh couple months ago where he was just selling off everything he had i guess so that's cool i've, I've sent off half of them already to just like friends of mine that you know needed stuff because he cut me a good deal so i'm just like i get, ended up giving a lot of it away you know so but still hadn't sent me that like a dragon i'm coming for you satan yeah he's he sent me a like a dragon case but no game in it so <laughs> He needs to get on that. Anyway, I guess that's it. Yeah, I guess uh, I think I usually say, well, maybe the next movie, or wait, the next uh, video game, the movie will be a good one. 
Maybe. (laughs) The next one is a good one. Like, I genuinely remember liking at least the animation from Advent Children. Well, yeah, remember, uh, this is like 10 years ago now. True. Maybe it's So it may may look total shit. What's that? When did it come out? That might be even longer. I want to say it was like 2006, man. I don't don't know, but it's been a while even funnier and i don't know what to do with it i've got i found at a pawn shop this uh copy of final fantasy 10 that is in japanese and subtitled that is just it's just all the cutscenes from final fantasy 10 subtitled made into a movie on a dvd oh man that's gotta be yeah it is so bad it's not watchable but uh I've got that somewhere. I should uh, I should send that out as a gift, make you watch it or something. <laughs> but it's it's so bad. Evan Children like it's al- already not a good game. So. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, uh, maybe the next one will be a good one. Yeah. There we go. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.